This is Hope FM. Well, my very uh, special next guest is Anton. Good morning, Anton. Good morning, Blair. Yeah. Great to be with you. Excellent. Uh, Now, Anton, uh, we're going to be talking about Friends International. I made a a huge mistake, you know, because uh, when when you first talked to me about Friends International, I immediately thought about the Quaker movement. But, of course, it's not the the Quaker movement. They they have the Friends Meeting House, but Friends, Friends International, of which you're a part, is something quite different, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It is different. Friends International is about um, welcoming and sharing and growing friendship and faith with international students as they come here in the UK and Ireland. Now, that's that's been very important, actually, because, I mean, I, I guess yeah. before all things COVID, the, the, uh, the, you were meeting together as people from all over the world. And I, I guess that mm. when people come, and of course, you've had this experience yourself, you know, coming to a new place, a new culture, it can be quite on nerve wracking, can't it? it? It really can be. And I think that for, for many people, they might forget it. But when international students come to the country, we need to remember that they, they left their, their family, their culture, their friends, their food behind. And they come here in England. Everything is brand new. And for, for many of them, obviously, their level of English might not be as good as, you know, we might I think. And therefore, there is a real struggle for international students. And many of them actually feel lonely. When, when they come here and they find it really hard actually to fit in, to, to belong to, to, to their community, which back home obviously was normal. Um, so that's why, yes, it's very hard for international, stu- for international students to, to come and live here in the UK. Well, we're going to talk a bit more about the work a wee bit later in the programme, but let's start with 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 yourself obviously you're 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 french uh but in yeah. terms of your journey to uh to uh, christianity you say that you heard the gospel many times but it hadn't really penetrated had it in the early days yeah uh, absolutely it's i think for maybe quite a few of our listeners right now it's maybe you know um i was brought up in a in a in a Christian uh, home. Uh, it's very interesting because actually my my parents were were Jehovah Witness before before I was born. But then they they decided to uh, follow Jesus Christ and to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And then I was born. So I can say I was brought up in a in a Christian home. And and my parents were very involved in a in a church near Paris. And that's why, that's why I knew all along, going to church, going to Sunday school. And actually, I was the, the young guy at the back of the church actually falling asleep. <laughs> um, so, that, yeah, there's been quite a turn here. And, and it's true, I heard so many times the, the, the gospel from different speakers. But one day, we, we had a, a, a sports event weekend away and one evening you had a man who shared his testimony he, he had a, a different religion and then he, he became uh, a Christian and as he was sharing at the end he said would you like to you know to accept Jesus in your heart and and yeah I was 16 years old and then that's when I decided to to, to follow Jesus um, it, it is very strange isn't it you know the, the Holy Spirit then prompted me to to really um, follow Jesus, but before that, I was I was dormant. But then Jesus was like, 
no, that that's enough. You 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 slept enough. Now it's for you to actually make a decision, a proper decision about following me or not. But that brings I a decided that I should. It brings a lot of hope, doesn't it? Mm. To maybe uh, parents mm. listening to the program or those who've been praying for people for a long, long time that those prayers are mm. are never wasted. That they do ultimately bear fruit, even though it takes a little time. Yeah, it took a time. Actually, uh, I heard years later, I heard of people in my church saying that they thought I would be the first one to fall away from the faith. Um, and actually, no, I'm still, you know, <laughs> thanks to so, God running strong. So, you know, that that's really good. You you never know what what God is doing. And, and it is true that being faithful in prayer is is key. Now you Never went giving up and being faithful in prayer. You went on to be to be baptized. Why why, why was that act important to you? I mean, obviously, it's a public declaration of of of, mm. of an inner truth, you know. But uh, but for you, why why was being baptized important? So there there is a a, a bit of a a story here, and and I I am I'll be honest, I'm not going to come across great. But they, so here we go, 16 years old, and I, I, I was growing my faith, but slowly. And, and then one of the elders in the church was coming to me and said, Antoine, would you like to get, to get baptized? And I never really considered it. But every week he would come back to me and say, how's your faith? How are you? Would you like to get baptized? Have you thought about getting baptized? And, and in my shame, right now, in my shame, I, I told him, Okay, fine, I'll get baptized. But to, to kind of get rid of him? Um, <laughs> so once again, that, that's not the best of stories right now. However, then we kept on meeting. We did um, a course to get together, you know, a, a baptism course. And that's, you know, those truths were, you know, getting closer and closer to my heart even more than before. And... And then it was just natural. It was just natural for me then to, to make the steps of getting baptized. And I remember I had, so my, my family, I had extended family, I had some friends, and I was able to share the whole gospel to them, uh, which was a, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to, to do that. And yes, maybe my first motive of getting baptized were not the, the greatest, I do agree, but on that day, when I shared my testimony, when I was able to share who Jesus truly is to me, and next to me having my dad crying, which then led me to cry in front of the whole congregation, that was quite a, quite a sight. But it, it was just wonderful to do it. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. And my very special guest is Antoine from the Friends International. So, Antoine, we, we left you where you just got baptised, and then you were to come to, uh, to Bournemouth uh, locally. So why did, you, why did you come this way? Sure. Thank you very much. Um, well, so I, I had a job, actually, uh, back in France. So I was in my early 20s, and actually I was training to become a, a firefighter in, uh, in Paris, and it was quite a, a difficult training, uh, obviously. And, but it, it did not go really the, the, the way I wanted, uh, and so it didn't work out. And then I thought, well, you know, I'm, 
I was w- back living with my parents. I wasn't employed, and and then I thought, well, you know what? Actually, now in in business world, you you ought to know how to speak English. You know, if you want a better job, and which is worldwide now, you need you you need to to be able to to, to communicate well in English. So I thought, well, I'm going to spend uh, one year in England in order to, to study English and then go back to France and, and find, a, find a better job, really. So that was uh, the primary reason for going to, to Bournemouth. Now, you were to find a, a church, and I guess it sort of set the tone for what was to come later, but you actually find a, a quite a special church, didn't you? Mm, indeed. Um, it's very interesting because in the background I was hearing about Keith Jones' uh, adverts. And, and I remember my, my first day in England, as I was walking in town centre, I saw Keith Jones' uh, bookstore. And, 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 I was, and I saw, you know, the word, you know, Christian bookstore. And I was Christian. Oh, Christian. Is that, is that the same as I would understand in French? I wasn't quite sure, but still, I decided to, to step in with my very broken English. And I started asking about churches. Uh, to the person at the desk, whom I can't remember who he was. And, and then on a piece of paper, that person wrote a, a couple of churches, and then I went back to, to, my, to my host family, and then I started searching, and the first one I saw was actually Lansdowne Baptist Church, or now Lansdowne Church. So I had to look at the website, and there was something for international students. And I had to look at it, and there was a cafe every Friday evening, uh, at the hub, and so that's I was like, okay, I'm going to go there. So yeah, that's how I got to to go to Lansdowne. So not only, of course, did you find a great church in Lansdowne, but you also find uh, a place where international students, people like yourself, could uh, could mm-hmm. could meet meet together. That must have been a great in- encouragement. Were, were there many other people from France there? Uh, no, I, I think I was the most of the time, I was the only French person, but it was wonderful to see um, volunteers, British volunteers, being able to welcome international students, to to really care for them, to to really welcome us and love us, show practical love but also spiritual guidance, and that's why that Friday night was was really the highlight of my of my week. It, it was wonderful. It was always a joy for me to meet international students from all over the world, but also to know that the volunteers, whom were all Christians, devoted to, to the Bible and the Christian faith, were there to, to love you. And, and it, was, it was just wonderful. Now, you continued your, your studies in English and came to that point where you had to decide, uh, do I go back home to France uh, or not? You, you decided to stay. What, why? So, I, so here's the story in the, in the background as well. But when I was 18 years old, I remember seeing um, a documentary on, on, on China, and, and I saw how, how bad it was, how people, you know, how the people were poor and so on. And I remember I, I knelt down and I said, God, if you want me in China, send me to China. Uh, but, and, and then, you know, that, that was a prayer, but I kind of forgotten, forgotten it uh, in the back of my head. But then when I was in, in the cafe, when I was surrounded by 
all those nationalities, that prayer came back to me, you know, to, to remember, to say, actually, God, I really want to serve you. I, I really want to tell others about you. But I didn't know where to start. Um, and that's why there was, I decided to stay and to do the, the REACH program. So the REACH program is uh, an apprenticeship course with Friends International. It's for the people who just graduated or, you know, uh, students in their, in their 20s. Who, who want to learn more about sharing the gospel with international students and be trained in uh, leading Bible studies. And, and so actually it was a very, very natural step for me to, to stay in Bournemouth and then actually to, to join the program with Friends International. Now that was a stepping stone then to you eventually going to Moorlands where you studied uh, cross-cultural yep. studies uh, and then and then as part of that you you had another international experience didn't you Yes so once I graduated from um Moorlands Bible College then actually I became a uh, uh, an English teacher so I passed the the exam that I passed the CELTA exam in order to, to be able to teach English. And then I went to Myanmar in Southeast Asia with OM for two years. So what was that like then? Did, did, was, it, was, it a, was it sometimes a, a difficult time? Because again, a totally different cultural situation, even though that's what you, you were training to do? I, so by, by then, I had met students from over 40 or 50 different countries um, so I, I had that understanding as well of, of crossing cultures, really. And also with, um, when I was at Moreland's Bible College, I did a, a, a placement uh, in, uh, in Vietnam for, for two, three months. So actually here, I already had that insight into um, cross-cultural friendship evangelism uh, in a different country, so outside the UK. But also, I really felt God telling me to, to go. Once again, that's the prayer I had prayed when I was 18 years old, and now I was 28. So 10 years later, 10 years later, God was saying, not China, but still Southeast Asia. And then after prayer and, and guidance from wise people from church and my family, then he led me to go to, to Myanmar for two years. And actually, I was the principal of the, uh, the English school and then doing friendship evangelism, sharing the gospel with uh, our students, but also preaching and teaching in Bible schools. This is Hope FM. Well, that's uh, Hillsong Worship there and uh, the Potter's Hand, chosen by my very special guest, uh, Antoine from Friends International. So you, uh, you, you finished your international uh, work in Myanmar and uh, back you come uh, to, to the UK. And then how did the, how did the door open then for you actually to begin to work with Friends International? Mm. So while I was in, in Myanmar, uh, a friend of mine, 
uh, told me that the the, the centre team leader in Friends International here in Dorset uh, was going to to step down, and that so far there was nobody to to take to take over, and and so that's when I I contacted uh, Friends International, and I said, well, you know, I'll be back in a few months. Um, I'm I, you know I'm very happy to to have an interview. I really want to to apply for the job, and I came back. I applied. I I had the interview, and I was accepted uh, because I, I I realized that Friends International has done so much for me, and so much for so many international students over over the years that I realized it has to. It has to stay on. It cannot stop. It has to continue. And therefore, here, it was, once again, very naturally, God led me to come back to almost and working with Friends International as a staff worker, not as a, not as a rich anymore, but with a, a few more responsibilities. So what did those responsibilities entail, Anton? So, and... It's very much not just here uh, when you're a staff worker or centre team leader. It's not just about international students, but it's also reaching out to to local churches to share with them about the greatest opportunity of having the mission field right here on your doorstep. Knowing that here in uh, in the Bournemouth Pool in Christchurch Conurbation, you've got tens of thousands of international coming each year, and many of them. I've never heard the gospel. Now, I can't do it all on my own. I can't. So that's why we need to partner with local churches so that, that they can capture that vision of reaching out to international students. And one of our role is, of course, to, to share that passion, but also to equip the local churches on how to do it. And did you find that the, 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 the local churches that you went to were very open? I mean, obviously you mentioned Lansdowne, which of course had and still does have a, quite a high emphasis on international students. And there are, there are many other churches locally we know that have that similar um, sort of emphasis, if you like. Did, did you, were you encouraged by the response that you got as you talked to church leaders about the importance of, of at least being aware of the many international students that we have locally? I think I've been really, as as I joined it, and then I, I understood I understood more of the the background of uh, the relationship of Friends International and local churches. It's been wonderful to know the to know that local churches knew about Friends International, and they 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 were very pleased to know that there was uh, a Christian organization that that was doing that. Um, but in the same time, I, I think it is true that I, at times, you know, in a, not necessarily in a selfish way, because, you know, this is my job and my passion, but it is true that at times I, I would love for more churches to embrace that vision. Um, but in the same time, I do understand that, you know, churches are really busy. You know, they are really busy, and, and they've got so many needs within their own congregation that I do understand that reaching out to international students might be something added to the many things they're already doing. And therefore, I, I talked to so many uh, church leaders, 
and and they've been so compassionate and so caring and so prayerful for our work and i cannot thank them enough for that well you were to move from being a, a staff worker to becoming a center team leader so I, that was a step mm-hmm. up for you and where, where is where is the center <laughs> so i work from home so let's say that the, the center is is home but what we mean by that is actually center team leader. It means that uh, now I am whoever we employ, uh, I will be their supervisors. So when I was a staff worker, I was very much working on my own. But now we've got, uh, we hired a new staff worker. So it means that now I'm the center team leader. I am her supervisor. Oh, f- that's, what, that's what it means to be the center team leader. I'm the one really bringing forward the... The, the vision, taking forward the vision of Friends International and, and then to bring in more, more ideas and to implement more and also to reach out to more local churches and also employ more people. Now, do, do you still, now, in those early days, you talked about those days at the Lansdowne Cafe and so on. Do you still create those mm-hmm. opportunities? Well, when, let's assume that we didn't have COVID because obviously that has impacted everything. Mm-hmm. But... but before COVID, uh, were you still uh, creating opportunities for even those the the the, the church the, the students were going to different uh, churches and so on? Uh, were you also creating a place for people to come together to meet one another? Mm. Absolutely, and, and this is the joy of, of working in uh, in in Bournemouth, Putin, Christchurch. It, it, it was true that weekly you had five local churches reaching out to international students. Monday till Friday, every evening, you had events for international students. And it was wonderful, absolutely wonderful, to see the unity of the churches to reach out to international students together. And it was wonderful to see some of those international students going to different cafes weekly uh, to practice their English, but also to hear about the gospel. It's been it's been wonderful. Now, if I was a church leader and you were coming to talk to me under normal circumstances, um, what would you be saying to me to encourage my 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 church in in order to to partner with Friends International and join you in in the work that you do? Mm, that's a really good question. Thank you for for asking it. Ah, oh, there's so many things I would like to to say, of course, but one of the primary things, and that's something I shared earlier, is to know once again, tens of thousands of international students coming to our doorstep every year who've never heard the gospel, ever. Many of them have heard about Jesus, but they will see Jesus as either a wise teacher, or maybe as a prophet, or maybe just a, just a good guy in history, but they, they don't have that full picture of who Jesus truly is, both God, fully God and fully man, who's the only one who can forgive sins. And therefore, that's why we need the local churches to, to reach out to them, because there are so many. And we need to remember as well that many of them who are studying at the universities or even language schools, when they go back to their country, 
there would be students who have responsibilities within their work. That's why they come here to, to Bournemouth, to England, is either to have a higher degree or to have a better level of, better level of English so that they can go up in their own societies. And therefore here, we've got future leaders of countries within us, among us, and they don't know the gospel. And so that's why it is a wonderful opportunity for them to hear the gospel, go back to their country, to their family, to their community, and share the gospel with them. And as they do their work, doing it with a Christian ethos. And therefore here, this is the mission field here on our doorstep, but that impacts countries all over the world. We have a wonderful opportunity to, to do it. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. And my very special guest uh, from Friends International is Antoine. And uh, we've been talking really about, about the work. As a matter of interest, in the, in the United Kingdom, you may not know that 450,000 international students would normally, also this would be pre-COVID, of course, be studying at UK universities. And on top of that, there's another 550,000 students who come to, uh, to study uh, English, as, Ant- as Antoine did himself. Um, but of course, if you look at the local figure, uh, Antoine, it, it, it's quite large as well in, in normal circumstances. Absolutely. In normal circumstances, sorry, we would have roughly each year 60,000, 60,000 mm-hmm. international students coming here. Uh, roughly, the numbers would be roughly 55,000 would be language school students and 5,000 would be higher education students. So it is a big number. Now, one of the, the things that you've been very keen on, and, and I guess a way in which all of us can get involved, is, is, is what you, it's a program which you call Local Link. How does that work enabling people to interact with international students? Thank you for, for asking. Um, earlier, I shared that international students, when they come here, they have to leave their, their family, their friends, and their community behind. And for the, the majority of the, of the students, the, co- the community and the family is, is the, the heart of their identity. And therefore, when they come here, m- most of them actually will feel very lonely. And, and therefore, local link is about bringing uh, uh, a, a local families, a local people living here in the Bournemouth Pool and Crusher's Conurbation in, in, in close contact with international students. So, so then they can be, so those students can, can have a, a glimpse of uh, the British culture, the British community, but also the, the, the love of uh, uh, almost like a host family here. So not that they would be living together, but that actually it would be for the host family, for the local link people to welcome international students into their home for a lunch or a dinner or, or just show them around. Now, with COVID now, it is different, but the, the, the scheme, local link, is still going on. So then, you know, instead of dinner, actually you would go for a socially distanced walk. You would Zoom, you would Skype, you would discuss, you would still get to share about who you are and, and the British culture. And here as well, we, I've met so many international students who said, I've never entered a British home and I've been living here for three years. 
and I don't have British friends. And therefore, that's why Local Link is about breaking that circle of loneliness with international students, but also to feel and to know what it means to be among Christians, because some actually don't have an idea or maybe a, a negative experience of Christians, or they just don't like them or whatever. But here, putting them with Local Link here, they will be able to see what it means to be a Christian in your everyday life. And that's a wonderful testimony, and anybody can do it. Well, finally, Antoine, if, if people wanted to know more about Friends International and indeed about that, about that local link program you just talked about, do they go to a website, your mm. Facebook page? What's the best way of them checking that out? So the, 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 the best way is to go on the friendsinternational.uk uh, website, and, and then on the, uh, you, you will be able to see it. And also, if you go on the search bar and just write Bournemouth, then on that following page, you will see my email address. So then people can easily contact me. Antoine, thank you so much. So go on the Friends International website. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts, and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.